songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover, and today I'm joined by two amazing people. First of all, my guest co-host today is comedian Amy Albert. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Lovely as ever. Nice to see you. So great to see you. So mm. great. And with us again is writer, sometimes actor, Laura Wilcox. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, oh, thank you for having thank me. Thank you for coming back to the show. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. So I have three kids. They are all boys. Three, eight. Nope. I don't have a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Five. Uh, you once did. I did. I once did three times. <laughs> I have a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a ten-year-old. Amy, what you got? Uh, what? Five? I didn't know. I thought, I still think of him as like two. Yeah. Your little guy. Yeah. I can't believe he's five. Um, I have um, two kids, a boy and a girl. My girl is five and a half, and my boy turns three next month. Oh, my goodness. My little baby. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Laura? What you got over there? I have a daughter who will be two in a month, um, and then she's trying yeah, to... <laughs> I was going to say, mm -hmm. usually that was the age where my kids started to try to kill me. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's trying to kill me. Yeah. Trying to what, kill me. What's, she, uh, what's she doing? <laughs> what... She's uh, a very uh, willful... I mean, it's great, right? You want your daughter to be strong-willed, opinionated. You want... Your daughter to be very comfortable expressing their emotions you want your daughter to be comfortable saying yeah. no and to be not afraid no. to say no and to really assert her wants yeah. and needs this um, is what i need this is what i want here's what i will not abide is... by here's what i will not do <laughs> so those are all good qualities for and adults absolutely she's doing all of those things um she's doing really really well she's really assertive um and i'm really proud of her and it's the um fucking exhausting. yeah God. <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> um i feel similarly <laughs> on my end as well yeah all the things that make for good uh strong really amazing grown-up people sure aren't terrible little yeah terrible, just yeah <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. With me, I want you to be quiet, obedient, maybe even yes, scared. Yes, I know. But, um, You're not, no one's scared of me. Yeah. No one. And no, no one's scared. I was scared of my parents, yeah. I feel like, but. My yeah. kids look at me and they're like, oh my, it's adorable that you're yelling at me. It's like, well, it's so cute. You think I'm going to do what you say. That's so, so cute. cute. Yeah. Yeah. My kids will straight up look at me and be like, I won't be doing that. <laughs> and it's hard because then you're like, oh God, do I have any recourse? I know. Right. Yeah. And your kids are old enough, Betsy, to be like, I know you're tired from the pandemic and from us. Like, we know we weren't Oh, yeah. Because I tell them all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, All the time, yeah. I'm like, I, everyone, I am done. I am I'm past the end of my rope. I cannot. Like, yeah. last night, they, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> last night, they were, like, fucking around in their room and screaming. And it was, like, lights out. Of course, every time it's lights out, somehow there's a fucking light on. 
<laughs> I, I go in there and I turn this light off and this light off and I turn the bathroom light off. I'm like, no lights. You have to, because I feel like if you're in the pitch black, you won't get out of your bed. And they were still like getting out of their bed and stuff. And then I would go up and like more lights were somehow on. At some point I was just like, look, <laughs> I have had it and I'm done. I cannot do this anymore. I'm tired. So is daddy. He cannot come in here anymore. You have to stay in your bed. Please be quiet. Don't talk to each other. Stop talking to each other. Because every time they would talk to each other, one would be like, hey, whatever. And be like, hey, Odie, Robux, Robux. And then he'd be like, Robux. Like, they have all these like Just weird like kind of inside joke slash buttons that they push that like mess with each other. <laughs> And then they, they know what to like. They're like, I know you so well, I can say a word that's just going to yeah. set you off. Yeah, or yeah. just like a look. Oh, God. Or my eight-year-old will oh. do like a look, and it will, it'll make the five-year-old just like throw back his body in convulsions. Like he gets so upset. Oh, my God. It's crazy, God. Pam. <laughs> it's too much power. Oh, my God. These kids have Big brothers have a lot of – older siblings have so much power. Yeah. So much power. Yeah. And they wield it. I, I am an older sibling. It's yes. true. And I did. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah I was I was a nightmare yeah, to my little brother. I was Same. like, this is yeah. what they do in the movies. The older sister's mean. <laughs> 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 he was like, okay, well. One time we were on a plane and I punched him in the face because I was a twat. And he, and I remember my brother started crying. And he was like a little kid. And, and like the stewardess came and separated us, like put me in another seat. Were your parents there? No, we were flying alone to the, uh, we were living in California, flying to the East Coast. Remember when that was a thing? When our, yes. where our parents would be like, oh goodbye, God. here's Bye. a plane. Fucking good luck. Get on this airplane. Hope no one diddles you so long. <laughs> I know. Don't let anyone diddle your brother. Anyway, gonna go drink. Goodbye. I get mad at my parents for how much easier of a time they had it. Like before the pandemic happened, I was just like, like a, the middle class existed when you had <laughs> totally. kids. Yes. Yeah. Like, you were encouraged to ignore us and <laughs> abandon us and just like let, open the door and push us out. Like, yeah, you had such an easy time as a parent before the world shut down for a year and homes and people were homeschooling while working. For yeah. I saw this, um, graph i think it was in the new york times something like that and it showed like the cost of living and the cost of like an hourly wage and they showed how the cost of living shoots just you know up in a regular oh, yeah uh you know yeah uh fashion uh and then but but then the cost the, the the amount of money that people made really uh did not keep up with that at all and yeah. it really made me feel so resentful <laughs> Like, right. yeah, it makes me feel really Our mad. parents could, like, take vacations and have hobbies. Own homes. Own their own homes. Sometimes, even if you weren't rich, you could have a cabin. Yeah. Have, like a house with just, like, two normal jobs. You or, didn't have to be in there. One, one job. Yeah. yeah. One job. I was doing some yeah. no, genealogy research the other day, and, like, one of my ancestors, like, not far away, like, my great, great uh, grandparent. It might have been my, my great-grandparent. They have, like, ten kids and, like, one 
breadwinner and that was it yeah holy shit that's because like parenting was just like you give birth and then you're like now you all take care of each other (laughs) i gotta go i guess hand wash diapers i gotta go get pregnant again (laughs) i'm on to the next i have to say i am glad that we have so many robots in our life like we have a dishwasher we have you know i like the robot roombas um, yeah, because I can't even imagine my friend Caddy Biscone, who listens to the show, her her mom, they had a zillion kids and they lived on like an Air Force base. And at one point she had like three, four kids all in diapers at the same time. And she had to, she had to they didn't have a washing machine and they weren't no. disposable because it was the fucking olden no. days. Oh, can you imagine? <sighs> no, I literally can't. I got upset at the inconvenience that my daughter got scared of our Roomba, so we couldn't use it around no. her. <laughs> That's not cool. We still had, she had like, had like, I mean, she'd seen it a million times and then one day decided she was deathly afraid of, uh, we, our, our Roomba's name is Frank. Cute! She was deathly afraid of Frank and um, yeah, like we can't use it in her presence. Still? So, yeah, actually, you know, we haven't tried it in a while, but every time it just like triggers like total fear. We keep it under the couch. So then she was like generally afraid of the couch. (laughs) And something that was weird was, and she's not like a scaredy kid. Like she's not like easily scared. She's not, she's not shy. Uh, And she uh, started saying, I would be like, there's no Frank. Don't worry, no Frank. She's like, I fucking you know, know like, where Frank we're fine is. to sort of like comfort. Because she, what she also would happen was she, when she's eating um, at our dining room table in her high chair, her back would normally be to the couch where Frank was lurking. <laughs> and so she like wouldn't eat because she's just like, or she'd like only eat if I was like hugging her, which is like not, I can't do that. So practical. Um, so she, That's how I am. I know. And so she... <laughs> So I was like, I was, you know, it'd be like, there's no Frank, no Frank. And she kept looking at the living room and then at the couch and be like, no Frank, no fire, no fire. And she kept saying like, no fire. And so naturally my first conclusion is like, oh, this, you're predict, um, like you're having a uh-huh. premonition or this is yes, like a past what life I was thing. Thinking. That's immediately yeah. where I was like, you died in a fire in a past life or you're having some sort of premonition. <laughs> a man named Frank and Don is uh, like, murdered you in a past life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A man named Frank with fire and that's what's going on here. It's like really, Don was like, it was at the time of the year, the fall in LA is just like fire time. There's just like a new fire every day. So we were probably talking about fire all the time in front of her and not realizing she was picking up on it. Cause we also were like, I don't think you've seen fire. I don't think you know what that is, but you might hear us panically talking about <laughs> fires all the time. And I was like, I guess, but I don't know something really, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like a, thing, but... <laughs> amazing. We, we'd made that. Oh, we have a, oh, uh, we call our, uh, Roomba, a uh, Denise, by the way. So it's you guys have such ooh, great, great name. Nice you know what we call ours? Great. The brand name that it is. The shark or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, Oh, look, D bots here. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, we'd made this huge mistake. Speaking of d- terrifying our children of getting that motherfucker elf on a shelf. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, I don't want to do that. It was a gift. Who hates you? Who is your enemy that gave you? My (laughs) brother-in-law. 
<laughs> Whoopsies! I mean, he you. really very truly lovely intentions, and I guess it didn't scare the fuck out of his kids. But like, it is like ruined our lives like to this day. This was t- a couple years ago. Oh, it's scared. Yeah, good, good. Like, I mean, it's yeah. like it moves. It moves around, and I'm thinking like, if I woke up in this fucking elf that never blinks. Uh, it's have you just seen sitting... Poltergeist? It's like the fucking clown in the chair. I, it's terrifying. I totally agree. So my daughter now, to this day, she was two when we got this, or three, she will come in and be like, is there Elf in the Shelf in the bathroom? And I'm like, no, oh. honey, no. <laughs> elf in the Shelf, he, he, he got the message, okay? Well, I mean, now you don't have to do I it. Know. But that's really yeah. funny. Yeah, I, that's, I hadn't thought about that. Like, it is creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It also is just like, who invented another thing that, let's be honest, moms have mm-hmm. to do every day leading up to Christmas when they're already doing all the Christmas shopping. <laughs> they're doing all the decorating. They're doing all the planning for all the travel. They're doing all the planning and the packing. Do we need to be moving a fucking toy elf? Yeah. Do we need to be doing And that? like thinking of like a cute new way it has to be every time. Yeah, no. That sounds like bullshit. I thought, <laughs> yeah. It is. I, yep, I agree. My my sister-in-law got into it. She has um, uh, two kids that are now like six and eight. So they've been doing it the past few Christmas. The girls love it. Like they really are very excited by it. But she'll also like have the elf give them little presents. What? Like not every day, but a lot of times. Like I think she's really I think she loves it. Well too. hold on. My kids do an advent calendar, which has gotten way out of hand yeah. and it's my fault. Yeah. But is it that her <laughs> elf on the shelf is giving advent calendar stuff? It's like some mornings he's got like L O L dolls or oh, whatever. Wow. And so I hmm. thought, oh, the elf on the shelf is supposed to just give get kids like gifts for thirty days leading up to Christmas and I was like, what the f- and then I found out that that's her, just like her thing. Her little twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh no, you're just you're just making everyone else's elf look really yeah. cheap. <laughs> I guess my elf doesn't you get to love school, me. Like, What's your elf give you? They're like nothing. They're like, oh well, my elf gave me some elf. Doll, so. <laughs> uh, but I was, I, yeah, I'm trying to opt out of that for as long as possible because it's not something I'll have fun with. I don't know if this is my story this week. I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. But my five-year-old Odie, he is a lover. He is the kid that is most like me. He and I have a very deep connection in, in, in a way that maybe I don't necessarily have with the other two. Like, I can make a face and he'll be like, what is it, mama? And then he'll, like, fucking tell me. Like, he'll be like, is it blah, blah, blah. Like, he knows, you know, and the other two will be, I could be walking in with, like, part of my leg missing and they'd be like, I I want a sandwich. So... <laughs> The fact that I can like raise an eyebrow and he's like, I know. Isn't that true? You know, he's like, sit down. Do you need yes. something? Do you need mommy? something, mama? Mother, can I bring you something? You seem tired. Exactly. So like, Such you know. Such an angel. But one, one sort of amazing byproduct of that is that he tells me that he, uh, that he loves me all the time. It's like reflexive. Um, he probably tells me about, I don't know, 40, 50 times a day. Baby. Like it's a lot. <laughs> and later so lately he's been saying, I love you too much, Mama. Mama, I love you too much. I don't know where he found this. But and if I say, I love you too, he'll go, 
no mama i love you too much like he wants me to say it back to him that oh Odie, i love you too much also yeah <laughs> but so, so there's there's a I mean, kind of but you'll be like doing stuff you'll be like listening to a podcast you'll be in the middle of trying to explain something to one of the other kids you'll be having a heated uh, discussion about whatever and he'll be and you'll you, like mumbles mumbles and you're like hang on blah 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 you know and try to f figure out you know sort through whatever you're doing in the moment and just like what is it Odie and he's like I love you too much <laughs> like oh god oh. <laughs> on one hand it's like oh god bless but on the other hand it's, it's so sad because I am oftentimes like, like okay but what I'm right is now. it <laughs> I love you mama I love you too much I love you too much I love you too much yeah, so I'm a monster. Oh, what a sweetheart. So that's... <laughs> it's true. The love is oppressive, though. Yeah, sometimes. Like... Yeah, he's love bombing me. Yeah. I think we've uh, we've learned that yeah. phrase lately. Uh, that's what creepy yeah. creepy people do, I guess. Um, Wait, yeah. what's love bombing? What's that? That's a thing. It's like when people go like come on so strong with um, overt demonstrations of love that it's as if they are actually trying to control you and force mm. you to love them back I yes guess it's where it's like kind of almost manipulative yes, exactly my my love language is smothering though so i get it, <laughs> it feels right like i didn't you know what you should hang uh, right i love um, you i love yeah, you, you. So i love you <laughs> i love you too much <laughs> Say it, say it back to me. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know what love bombing was. And then yeah. I heard it described and I was like, oh, right. My mom used to have a terrible boyfriend for like 10 years plus. He would do that. She would be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. We are broken up. And then we would like come home and there would be like three dozen roses on the front porch. Oh, right? God. That sort of stuff. And lately... Like, now as an adult, I was like, even as a kid, I was like, what the fuck? Like, she told you to fuck like, off. Right, what dude. is yeah. this? But, you know, also, I guess, dudes that age, like, boomer dudes, and even even younger than that, I think they were, like, led to believe that you, it, you know, from movies and stuff, and probably from their dads, like, if a girl says, like, leave me alone, what it really means is, try, try harder. Yeah. When I say I, no, I, I had mean, a yes. That kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, aim <laughs> I, I had a I had a boyfriend who in like you know it was in my early twenties it was like right out of maybe a year or two out of college and it just he's like a sweet guy but it just the I think I like wanted a boyfriend more than I wanted to date him if that makes 100%. sense and I've eventually <laughs> I like finally broke he was so nice that like I. I dated him for probably six months longer than I should have because I truly was like, I f just felt bad <laughs> with him, but I finally did. And he kind of did the same thing where he almost like took it in stride. I was like, okay, totally. And I was like, all right. And then like, he was, he was in a grad program with my roommate. That's how we had met. And I came home one day and he had like left like a bag with all this like candy and a long letter, just sort of like trying to like win me back and I was so creeped out that he had like been in my oh, room yeah. you know what I mean like when I wasn't there and I was just like no buddy Ooh, like yeah, I, this isn't cool. gonna like change my mind and then I found the <laughs> I love he you. dated Here's after some candy. me I was looking in your underwear drawer yeah I was like <laughs> candy's not gonna like make I me was smelling you your pillow. again 
you know, some candy. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm gonna. Hide your I love candy. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> like i do love candy and i'm going to eat this yeah. candy and i'm glad to have free candy <laughs> but i am not going to now date you as a result of candy but the the girl he dated after me i think they dated for a little while and then she broke up with him and his response with her i found out was to buy an engagement ring and propose Ooh, to her. No! I, uh... and i believe her response was like what the fuck <laughs> you know like you your fucking mind, which is the only yeah. proper response. But I was like, oh, wow, he really just, wow. he really, like, tur- dialed it up wow. at 10 notches. He, like, didn't learn his lesson. He, like, opposite oh of God. that. I was just oh. like, You guys, geez. he probably had a mom. He would be like, I love you. And she was like, what? <laughs> what do yeah. you want? I lo- I'm, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm <laughs> I love you too much. Get away. Mom is kind of Actually, he had, he had like a weirdly smothered There you mom. go. I didn't like his mom. Well, oh, weird. So maybe okay. he was, maybe, well, I don't know. But maybe he was like, I don't know. To what. love is to smother someone. They tell me to leave, to go away, but to love is to. That just means I like am sweet about it, but then I like persist in creepy ways as if as on a sort of sociopathic level as if I didn't oh. hear you. That would only be good if. If she had been like, you, we've been dating. I want to take it to the next step, uh, like right, level. Right. So we're breaking up because right. you have not proposed to me. Because you, because because you're not committing. Right. That wasn't the that wasn't the pro- the breakup was like I don't want to be with you anymore. And he was like, That's... but what if? <laughs> but what if? But what if? What if you're with me forever? <laughs> I know you don't want to. I know you don't want to date me, but do you marry? Me? Passively with me sometimes on evenings and weekends, but so, yeah. what about forever, always. Every yeah, I was moment. like, I was like, that is like, call. I was gonna say, call the midwife. <laughs> call the midwife at that point. Is like you call are everyone. British in the forties, having fifties, yeah. having a baby at home. Yeah, there is no response to that. It was just call everyone. <laughs> if that happens, I don't know. <laughs> I went through a really weird period after I had my five-year-old. I watched, it was like right after I had him. So I had like a newborn and I watched so much Call the Midwife. And I think it freaked Ari out because if you've watched that show, you know that about 30% of every episode is just a woman painfully giving birth and then a baby (laughs) comes out like kind of (laughs) graphically. And I'm sure I was like working something out (laughs) about having just given birth, but like I just had a baby and I'm sure it like triggered my husband to me. Yeah, he's like, again, I thought we were done with it. <laughs> Why? Why are you watching this for fun? <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So, so anyway, uh that's where I'm at over here. I'm and my kid tells me that he loves me all the time and uh and apparently I'm a monster. Frequently asked for podcast recommendations? Well, I have one. Workplace Comedy Podcast is a new improv comedy podcast set in a fictional water bottling company called Sterling Waters. Now, if you like shows like The Office or Parks and Rec or Community, you are going to love Workplace Comedy Podcast. First off, it is hosted by Emmy Laybourne and Tracy Villar. Emmy is best known for the movie Superstar, where she plays Mary Catherine Gallagher's best friend. And Tracy has done a ton of TV and film, including the Steve Harvey show, Do the Right Thing, and the upcoming Netflix show, Made. 
Workplace Comedy Podcast features amazing guests like Lauren Tom, Adam Felber, Carl Tart, and Paul F. Tompkins. Subscribe to Workplace Comedy Podcast today and then listen to it right after you finish this one. Over the last year, I've been making some big hair changes. All of that heat styling stopped. I'm easing up on dyeing it, and I think I'm just going to let my grays happen. But because of that, all of a sudden I've got new hair that I'm not sure what to do with. But I found this company called Gemist. You take a short two-minute quiz and then they match you with the perfect shampoo and conditioner for you based on your hair type, texture, and hair concerns. I can tell you honestly it's made a difference and it's made this transition so much easier. They also matched me with the scalp balancing bar, which I didn't know I needed in my life, but I do. This is a fantastic shampoo and conditioner. It really works. One problem was that my hair was kind of limp looking, but my Gemist shampoo and conditioner has given it a lot of body and softness, and I don't have any flyaways, which is always a problem. You know, that halo of broken hair that sometimes frames your head. So stop wasting money on the wrong hair care. Let Gemist take the guesswork out of it. Gemist is woman-owned, salon quality, and Gemist makes recommendations based on your hair data. Gemist is a science-based algorithm. If you're ready to have the best hair of your life, try Gemist. Right now, Why Mommy Drinks listeners can give Gemist a try and get 20% off their shampoo and conditioner smart subscription. Smart subscribers already save 20% on each order, so this is an amazing deal. And with free two-day shipping, you don't even have to wait for that good hair day. Just visit Gemist.com to get your personalized recommendation and enter drinks for 20% off and free two-day shipping. That's Gemist.com, G-E-M-M-I-S-T.com, and enter code drinks to get the best hair of your life life amy what has what's uh what's been breaking you lately well you or know not lately what's a what's an ultimate shit show what's just your life plan of <laughs> losing it um so well i did this thing the other, and i'm not super proud of it and i don't know if you two have it already <laughs> if you two like i really try to like not I really try to like keep my shit together and then come up to my room and like scream and stab pillows, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like everyone, you know, just like stabbing and stabbing. Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but I mean, like really like screaming into, you know, my, but so, but there's twice since this pandemic that I've lost my fucking I mean, only twice in a year. Yeah. I've 100% yeah. had at well, least two nervous breakdowns. This yeah. Pandemic. yeah yeah no i yeah yeah right i mean i i'm actually i did up a couple of my meds too so <laughs> that's helping i, I went know. on meds yes, i'm on all of them so um <laughs> but i uh so for some reason um actually not for some reason we had like an end of the year or whatever like meeting with my daughter's kindergarten teacher over zoom of course and she indicated, I guess this was maybe in October, not the end of the year, uh, that, um, that the kids were going to be probably going back to school uh, after the new year. And I really took that to heart. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you're telling me that there's an end time to this? Excellent. <laughs> not and end I, of times. <laughs> 
anytime. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like, it like really did like change my entire outlook on this. I'm like, we made mm-hmm. it. They have a, there's, oh, there's, no. there's, right. There's like a vaccine coming and, but you know. So that vaccine will be out by end of November. Yeah, right. It's going to be great. Everyone's yeah. going to be better. The kids are going to go back to school. And, and so <sighs> I, so we get back and, you know, also like I was in a, I was feeling great because we do have a new, you know, person in the White House and like things are whatever. So I just felt like things were like lighter and, a, and less horrid. And so um, I just felt like good. I'm like, like things were moving along. And then we mm-hmm. had another meeting with her where she told us that most likely the kids are not going to go back into the fall. And I... That's the opposite of what she said yeah. the first time. Yeah, sue her. Sure did. Yeah, you I mean, should, you should, I sue, should her. sue her. You know what? I'm going to get on that. Right. Take that teacher for all she's got. <laughs> <Take the> millions. <laughs> Sitting on her stack of cash. <laughs> I mean, and I, and I know why, obviously I don't want any of the teachers in LA to like go, the district is insane. It's like not, it seems unmanageable to me. So yeah, Yeah. um, no one wants their teachers to get sick. No No. one wants their kids to get sick, but also, yeah. But we also want to not be a homeschooler. I also like want my kid to learn something and not have it be left up to me because I can't do anything. So I'm like, but, um, but so I, at that moment, I like felt this thing in me die (laughs) when she said that. And like, yeah. And then it's, I suddenly realized, you know, I know that like my job isn't going to come back until at least next year and my, my kids are going to be. And so I just like started to like fucking fall apart slowly. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like, Every, like, I just wanted, I just wanted to run away and just leave everyone uh, 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 to their own devices. But so something about her telling me that, like, that news, like, really, like, trampled my spirit. And, and so I started to get edgier and edgier. And then one day, the (laughs) littlest thing happened, like, like, both my kids were crying about some bullshit at the same time. And I don't. No, my fucking brain snapped in half. Yeah. And I was in the kitchen and I was holding something and I go, shut up. And then I threw whatever I had. Honestly, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it. And, and my kid, of course, my son started crying immediately because he's, um and I I and then my husband comes down he's like what's wrong and I'm like I can't do this like like if I had I want like I envision myself like I wanted to like take all the all like the plates and break them but they're all plastic because what's my life now so I don't have anything nice anyway (laughs) so and I just like fucking lost it and like I bet it felt good in that moment at least in the moment, and yeah. then I immediately felt guilty because, uh, you know, that's what the Jews do. Of course. But of I course. Um, also um, realized the next day, uh, I mean, you forget how much your kids are absorbing every, every <sighs> moment, every breath, every word, yeah. everything. <sighs> so the next day, 
my son, who is like out of the two, can she hear me? The easier one, you know, like he's pretty too. <laughs> like he did the sleep training like really easily. Like just yeah, also because yeah. he sees her and he's like, she seems like she's stressing everyone out. I'm just going to take it. Down. Like he just seems like he's reading the room. <laughs> like, but so it's kind of a younger child thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's giving you a hassle. I'll be cooler. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to. You seem walk pissed off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he really is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so the next day my son threw a fit and he picked up something and threw it in the exact same way that mommy did it was like ah, bah, 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 bah. and i was like I you're like one time. I did that one <laughs> yeah. time. Don't act like it's something I do all the time. I have modeled being calm in front of you every fucking yeah. day. Yeah. And you have the gall to fucking pick up that one fucking time. <laughs> I know. I know. And then and then my daughter, this is because now oh, my daughter's God. also like copying my phrases. She looks she looks at me, she looks at him and she goes, You really gotta pull it together. <laughs> Oh my was, god. Like she words me up all the time and I was like, okay. Well, yeah. So that that was it. Like it's just like the guilt and like the over and like to be honest with you, I still am like I'm still pretty fucking pissed off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Yeah. I have a low level of rage simmering beneath the surface at all times and I don't even have a kid in school. Like I truly can't imagine the level mm. of anger I'd feel if I was supposed to be like homeschool teaching while also trying to have a job and like a personhood yeah, yeah. <laughs> a marriage far down the list of the things <laughs> right. that you like the die the dog like I t- take it home like it's just I can't even imagine I really yeah. can't yeah yeah I mean yeah that I just yeah like that low that Simmering low level rage. rage just like boiled over mm-hmm. and I mean I think all mm-hmm. a lot of moms that we know are in that same boat mm-hmm. like, yeah but then mm-hmm. it's the fucking guilt of it like I just felt guilty and I'm like like, is he going to be a piece of shit now? <laughs> no. First of all, he's not going to be a piece no. of shit <laughs> just because you yelled one time and threw a thing. <laughs> if he's going to be a piece of shit, it's going to be for a host of other things. For all the other things. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel you. I mean, I think we're all kind of like... Um, you know, it's like after a storm, there's like a just a, you know, electrical wires in the middle of the road just kind of flopping around. Mm-hmm. And you like, don't fucking touch mm-hmm. that with your bare hands. I feel like that's every mom yeah. in the pandemic. <laughs> We're all just like, I'm yeah. flopping in the fucking street. You better not fucking touch me unless you come in the right shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. Yeah. It really is the way they like mimic you perfectly. Mm is so humbling (laughs) and it's so it's so much pressure to just be it's like oh so we have to be perfect and calm all the time yeah I I I can't I can't especially this past year that we've had but also I'm like you're a little terrorist so like you're making it even harder for (laughs) like it's very like it's very my my daughter is um almost two and she she's really really verbal which is awesome like she's just for some reason like a freakishly early talker 
um, to point, I think it makes like other parents feel bad because they're like, wait, my kid's not talking that much. I'm like, it's not any, it's just, it's just, we didn't do anything. She's an only child. Special. She's like, a she girl. Just, and you and your husband are both very verbal. I was an early talker. We're very verbal. She's like the daughter of two yeah. comedians. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's, it's written in if her If you're blood, not but... uh, familiar, Laura's husband is Don Finelli, who has also been a guest on this show. Oh yeah. Yes. Super cool. funny. Yes. So yeah. yeah, like we're just, we don't shut up. So neither does she. And so. When she was like 15 or 16 months, we would, you know, take our 800th walk around the fucking neighborhood because what else is there to do, you know, in this pandemic? And she started one day, she started doing this thing where she would like kind of intentionally drop something and then she'd go, she'd like bring her little hands to her head and pull her hair and go, oh my God, oh my God. God, and then almost like fall to her knees, what? like pantomime, like overacting this like frustrated, like, like, like I dropped my stick. Like, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, pulling on her hair like a cat. <laughs> and I was just like, is that me? That's kind of like the first time she like really mirrored me back in a way that I didn't like. She'll she's a parrot like she kind of repeats oh, everything we say like immediately after you're we show say people, it and it's so like she's show people. Mm, yeah, and so wait, she but is, is that she something like you do? With an audience. I didn't think I pull my hair like a Kathy cartoon, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't. I didn't th- think I did that, but I'm. I know Don doesn't do that. If you ask Don, like, so, is that something I do? Maybe I know, you're like, I must answer. like pull, like just sort of rush, stressedly run my hands oh, through my hair. She oh. must just, cause she'll like see, you know, she's like a such a sponge. She'll hear or see something once, and then like not really react, and then six weeks later, we'll scream like, and throw something. Yeah, right. We'll start doing that. It was the most. I was like, no one was around, no one else was witnessing this, witnessing this, but I was like the most, it was the most humiliated I've ever been. I was humiliated. Like, no, I was just like, oh my God, I'm, I suck. Like, not even like I'm doing that as a parent. I was just like, if I'm doing that, like as a person, like, Like, (laughs) no, Laura, no one wants to be around that. My (laughs) 10-year-old, my 10-year-old, um can be (laughs) such a jerk sometimes and when he is at his jerkiest are the moments when i see myself in him Mm, and it's the worst because you're like all her worst traits are that's how you see me not even how i act but it's also how you interpret the way i act right that was her like artistic interpretation of what i was doing and i do believe she was taking (laughs) an unflattering (laughs) imitation yeah i i do believe she took it she made it her own but i do which good for her um but it really was like it was like this little game she was playing she was just kind of like acting it out she was kind of having fun she was like laughing a little but i really was like oh it was a gut punch it's very funny i immediately like told the story to a lot of people because it's it's funny but i was just like oh shit (laughs) our five-year-old says i know right all the time (laughs) we were just talking about this this morning i was like do i say that is that something i say (laughs) a lot and my husband goes i know right (laughs) 
<laughs> he said it as a joke, but I think we do say that a lot. <laughs> like, okay. I should have actually known that Charlie was probably going to do that because he, out of the two kids, I guess now at the, his age, he does a lot of parenting parenting of me. But yeah. the other day... Parenting, not parenting. I, par- parenting. He's parenting me. Please He's help. All... Help him. Hi, I'm your mom. <laughs> But he, um, I was playing piano and singing and I, and I, and he stood next to me and I was like, are you going to sing? And this is what he did. He just put his head back and goes, "Ah!" and I was like, oh, that's how you think I sing. That's singing to you. That's how you're like, all right. Okay. All right. (laughs) Cool. Oh my God. The other, the other night I, uh. So my, my other two, my older two kids, I would like sing them to sleep and stuff or, you know, like I would rock them and sing to them when they were babies. And it was like a thing that we did and it was really pleasant. My five-year-old, when he was a baby, he didn't want to hear me sing. He would like, he would like fuss and put his hand over my mouth. Like he was just like, I don't want to use it. And I'm like a good singer, you guys. Um, And uh, so the other night he was upset about something. He was like really upset. And so I was like hugging him and I was like, can I sing you a song? And he was like, uh. And I started singing a song and he was like, no, mama, stop singing. (laughs) (laughs) He does not like me singing. It's so offensive. No. (laughs) That's really funny. I'm so excited to tell you about our sponsor, Curology. I personally struggle with rosacea and acne, and I'd pretty much resign myself to the fact that rosacea makes my face look red, and I guess I just wear makeup all the time. But thankfully, I now have Curology. Whatever your skin concern is, breakouts, fine lines, dark spots, rosacea like me, Curology will customize a prescription formula with three active ingredients that are picked for you to tackle your specific skincare needs. To get your treatment plan, you start by answering questions online about your skin and then you send in a couple selfies to Curology so that they can hear from you and also see from you what your skin situation is. Next, Curology matches you with a licensed dermatology provider and you'll get a customized prescription cream that is going to address your skincare concerns. Then Curology puts together a personalized treatment plan and they ship your custom formula right to your door. Since I started using my Curology custom formula, I've started to see a difference in my skin. The redness has diminished considerably, and so has a lot of the dark spots that have just come with sun and age. Also, my skin is really sensitive, and I'm really sensitive to smell as well, and so those were both concerns for me, but there were no strong smells, and I didn't have any sort of allergic reaction or sensitivity to what they sent me. I personally know some fellow moms who swear by Curology. Take control of acne, dark spots, breakouts, or whatever your unique concerns may be with powerful skincare treatment made for you. Go to Curology.com WMD for a free 30-day trial. You only pay for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash WMD to unlock your free 30-day trial. See Curology.com for all the details. 2020 was a real doozy. And if you're anything like everyone else, you might be feeling like it's time to get some help and talk with someone. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. 
I don't know anyone who isn't struggling right now, and it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. You deserve to feel happy. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. You can get help with motivation, depression, anxiety. Maybe you're having anger issues, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. Maybe difficulties with your romantic relationships or your kids. Whatever you need. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. I tried it out, and I was amazed at how easy it was to find a therapist and I was really impressed by how quickly they reached out to me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you, because you are your greatest asset. You gotta put your oxygen mask on first before you can help everyone else. So for Why Mommy Drinks listeners, BetterHelp is going to give you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com drinks. So again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. And let's slide into 2021 feeling strong, happy, and healthy. Laura, uh, man, we've been zipping through this. this is, I've been having so much fun. Laura, did you uh, bring a story in mind of something that has broken you? Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, trying to think, and it's like there's, there's been so many things that have broken me. Feel free um, to in the past year, share more than one. Months. <laughs> It's it's like it's funny because I was say, I was saying this to Amy before we started recording, but we're home all the time, and so I feel like the last time I was on uh, was pre-pandemic, if you can imagine. <laughs> and I think Joni was a baby, and it's like a lot of my stories were around like being out in the world, like you take your child out yeah. in the world with you, and they ruin the experience. Yeah. And so it's like it's kind of funny to think of stories now where you're like home with them all the time. But the, like the thing that's been breaking me and Don the most has been, as I've mentioned, Joni's like very into expressing her emotions and the thing, she's been having like a lot of tantrums and stuff, which I know are all age appropriate, but the thing she does a lot <laughs> is scream, mm. like scream <sighs> yes. and with any minor frustration, like, like top of her as loud as she can get top of her voice um, to the point where we have to, where it like hurts our ears. Um, And she's doing it all the time, multiple times a day on walks. So she's just like, it it just, it's so, I truly don't even have a funny story. It's just breaking us because we don't know how to stop this behavior because like with hitting, you can kind of put your hand up and stop it. But like, I don't want to cover her mouth. We try to be like, don't scream. We're like, it's okay to have big feelings. Can we express them differently? Can you scream with your mouth closed? Can we scream into a pillow? Can you scream internally the way I do? (laughs) And it's like, none of that's going to work. And now that we've sort of made screaming, now she knows we don't like screaming. She does it even more intentionally. And it's just just like reaching this point where, you know, my sweet baby is now doing things to intentionally piss us off and get a rise out of it and truly like it <laughs> I had I tried to cut back on drinking mostly because I gained weight like only vanity could try to, to, to make me do that um I have psoriasis so I like, but I'm also so puffy <laughs> yeah I'm like what is this why is my skin so red um and so I was like fine I'll try not to drink like just Monday Tuesday Wednesday nights and to me <laughs> like no wine those nights which I've I felt I think that's an accomplishment. Was, uh, 
noble. Very noble. It is noble. Good job. Um, Good job. No. As soon as- really quick, though. Like, no bit. It is hard sometimes. You're it in a pandemic. Hard. You're home with your fucking toddler all the time. She's just started yeah. unleashing this cute new personality where she's mean to you and your husband. I get it. It's okay to... to yeah. You should be proud if you're not drinking for a few nights a week. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Like, it truly... It is like... So the, I, I kind of made that decision. Don and I both were like, okay, we're not going to drink on these weeknights. Not all weeknights, just these three. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, it's still a pandemic. Um, but she, it's like she heard that, was like, oh, you're trying to do something healthy and good for yourself? Got it. Check this out. <laughs> and just Hold like. my beer. <laughs> for true, yeah. <laughs> like, like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and truly, it was just like, it started off, we're, we're working from home, we're both writers, we're writing from home, we have a wonderful part-time nanny who comes, we're very lucky to have any childcare. But uh, the, it became like, she was aware, it became like very much around me, like a sort of separation anxiety thing around me, where if she um, was aware that I was home at all, like it would just be a, like a screaming Whoa. fest. And, like, I, there were days where she would, like, we'd finally do this sort of handoff and Janet, my nanny, would, like, would go get her dressed and then they would go outside and, like, go for a walk or maybe play in a playground whenever playgrounds have been open on and off in this past year. And and there were times where I would, like, we have a sort of kind of open concept little house and they'd, like, pass back through the house to leave through the front door and I would drop to the floor in the kitchen and hide so she wouldn't see me. Like, I've done that so many mornings where I literally just have to cower and hide from her because I'm trying to avoid the meltdown of her simply like seeing me and it's like she's just triggered by my presence and it fucking sucks and then there's also just the again I mean I've sort of got to it but like the 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 um the like mimicking of She's like repeating back to you the stress that she's seeing oh, us God. go through or sort of like interpreting it herself in a very sad way. Like this past, um, this past September and October was like the, on top of a pandemic where the only thing we could do was go outside. There were tons of wildfires. Right. I am very lucky that I didn't have to be evacuated. My house didn't burn down. But even for people who weren't like directly impacted by the fires, the air quality yeah. in LA was so toxic for on and off for months. Dude, that broke that me too. We had yeah. to be that broke me. Where I was like, now I can't go inside because of like invisible toxic air. Yeah, like can't go outside because fuck? I can't go anywhere because of invisible germs. Right. Can't go outside right. because of invisible toxins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I can't fucking do, like, that really, I, I had a lot of just, like, I can't do that anymore, yeah. and, like, we were sitting around the table one morning eating, and at the time, Joni was 18 months old, and she was, like, starting to string little, like, two-word sentences together, which I think is very early for mm-hmm. that age, and we were, like, sitting and eating, like, kind of quietly, and I think Don and I are both kind of in this depressed state, like, we were, like, checking the air quality, we're on purple air, and we're like... Oh, it's 150 outside. Like, it's like death outside. We can't go outside. It's a beautiful, sunny day. The perfect day, but it's death air out there. And Joni just goes, remember outside? I remember outside. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And we were like, 
oh my <laughs> fucking god like i told our pediatrician that at her at her 18 month checkup and he was like oh my he like laughed really hard he was like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it really did it really it really made us laugh i have to say we laughed it like made me laugh because it was just so surprising to hear this like baby say that and it was so sad uh, it was like it made me it made me laugh and feel like joy and sort of like oh like a like you're cool but also <laughs> just like so sad I was like oh you're no even you're noticing because the start of the pandemic she was only one so I was like she has no idea yeah. like she doesn't right. know thank god she doesn't even know she's like and, a kid born like, in a bunker oh, they don't know there's yeah, all this cool stuff like, out there she kind of knows now and she has to wear a mask now and it's like she kind of knows and yeah it was just it was one of those things that was like so sweet and also so yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know if it i've talked yeah. about that a lot on this show but i don't know if it outside of sort of this area of the country if it's really very clear like what that's yeah. about but yeah we've been in non-stop quarantine like a... it's never yeah. stopped there's never been a time yeah. where the schools have like no. or at least the public schools have opened the playgrounds have been no. closed everything's fucking closed you can't go anywhere and then on top of it when with the time period that you're talking about there were all these wildfires and it was also a lot of times it was like 95 degrees out during that season because in the fall in la that's like our hot fall in la is a is a it's a bad time Mm -hmm. uh so it was like i'm from the east coast too so it was like the most perfect time back east Mm. It's like everyone's like apple picking and it's so nice. And we're just like cower. It's like a, we had a weekend in September where there were two days that were 116 degrees. Remember that? Like we, like we had that was this blocked it past out. September. Oh, God. That was it was Don's birthday weekend. That's why I remember because the place we were, we were going to do like takeout dinner for his birthday and the restaurant just closed because it was there was a the hill behind them was on oh. fire and it was 116 degrees. So it was just like Jeez. we're like. I guess we're just on fire. Like, we're all going to just die, I guess. Like, I don't know. It just, it was really, it was a, September and October, dark in LA. Like, it was a, and just really all of California. And I'm saying that as someone who didn't have to be evacuated. I think some people had to evacuate their homes multiple Mm -hmm. times if you lived anywhere near hills. Like, uh, I just... It's it's been a rough that one. combined with just sort of like all the um, stress uh, that was you know around the election. It was a really stressful time this yeah. fall. It's bad. It was a bad fall. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Preceded by a pretty bad summer <laughs> and a horrifying spring. Unprecedentedly horrifying spring. <laughs> yeah, the first time so, in a hundred years. Horrifying. Yeah. yeah. So you know. Kids say the darndest things. I guess it's my point. <laughs> guess what I'm trying to say is they say the darndest things. <laughs> I'm impressed that she's wearing a mask. My son will not wear a mask. Yeah, that's impressive. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why that's the thing she'll comply with. But, um, but like taking a nap, she won't right. do. She won't like take a nap. She won't like. She doesn't, she refuses to do a lot of things. I think when we're in public, people think I'm a better parent because mm. she like is talkative and like will wear a mask. They're like, wow, this woman must be doing something right. And I'm like, no, <laughs> this is her. She's chosen these things. I have no control. Yeah. I'm just, 
I'm just along for the ride and hoping she doesn't say something embarrassing. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, that stage where like your kids start to figure out what buttons buttons to push of yours to like really oh make you fall. And then when you're in public and they're like, thank you, mommy. I love you, mommy. Yeah. May I please have this healthy yeah, snack? And I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, and we get yeah. home and they're like, yeah! just like <laughs> breaking, yeah. kicking things yeah. over, flipping me off. Like, yeah. I mean, at yeah. least they're doing that in public, though, right? Yeah. It's better. Yeah. But people are... At least, least you yeah. have the semblance uh, in public of of them being human and you're doing an okay job, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have had the experience where I have a wonderful next-door neighbor who's a, a woman in her, I think in her, like, 50s, and she and her husband never had kids, which was a good call, I guess. <laughs> and... and they just seem like really happy. They don't seem stressed. They seem like really not stressed out. They seem younger than they are. Yeah. Well, because because um, they could they have extra money to get Botox, they, take free. vacations. Yeah, they just she just is leading a nice life, and <laughs> there have been times where like. You know, our houses are very, we live in this tiny little like bungalow house and our houses are very, like my, this window behind me is like, you can see her house is five feet that way. And so there has been times where like Joni will just be going through a phase of just screaming her fucking head off nonstop and like, we'll go outside in the yard at some point and our neighbors come out and just sort of like avoid eye contact with us as if yeah. they're like, and then... <laughs> There was a day where I was the one screaming. <laughs> Luckily, Joni was Joni was at like the playground or something, but I was the one ha- who needed to have a meltdown and was literally screaming, "I feel so much rage!" to my husband. <laughs> I just have so much rage, and I was just really screaming it. And, like, um, and then it was the same thing where, like, eventually I was out in the yard, and that same neighbor was like, "Like, hi." hi. So I was just hey, like, "You uh, you feeling any better?" Uh, yeah and I was just like well you know what I'm gonna send you a New York Times article about how angry moms are and yeah like you don't get it but you just read an article here Laura do you do like screen do you have any screen time issues with your daughter um mostly that we just let her do whatever she wants now (laughs) (laughs) we were like well this no screen time till she's two but that is I'm my feelings on screen time are you know let me have a little tirade about the American Association of Pediatrics is that the AAP whatever these people they don't know like they think we're incapable of moderation because I think what they're trying to say is like don't let a TV babysit your kids don't let a TV side note though yeah yeah don't let your TV raise your kids although side note if we're in a pandemic I personally believe let your fucking TV raise yeah. your kids. Like if you're trying to work and homeschool and like your kids are home all the time. No, we are in survival mode. This is yeah. survival our parents, mode. So. Our parents let TVs raise us and they were not yeah, in survival they had options. mode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's, <laughs> it's going to be okay. But I'm like, okay, sure. I get that. I get it. It's like a little human is developing socially and cognitively that like having them just watch a ton of TV is not yeah. like ideal. Fine. But you take these rules, they're like, no, the rules, like, no screen time till they're yeah. two. Makes, I remember being in a, like, restaurant when Joni was, you know, a baby, and she's, like, staring at the TV screen and being like, oh, no, you know, and I'm just sort of like, 
fuck you, PDF. Like, that's not something I should have to worry. It's not something to worry about. That's not harming her. And so we were kind of, we were strict. We did no, we did no screen time because I had all this guilt Mm -hmm. around it. And then we started letting her watch. And then finally we hit a wall because we're like, I, we got to fucking turn on the TV. Like I need to just sit still on the couch for a little bit. And we put on like Sesame Street. And after one episode, she was like, pointing out the letter yeah. e mm-hmm. in signs and was like counting till three and i was like this bitch just learned mm-hmm. <laughs> after 30 minutes yeah. she learned a letter and she can like repeat one two three i don't think she knows what that means but like and i'm like she's yeah. learning things she's like she and again she's according to the aap she's not two yet she shouldn't have seen a screen but she fell down and bumped her knee and then immediately started talking about Daniel Tiger bumped his knee and the teacher did this and that and I was like you're learning value Uh, this is great like you're learning things this is you're learning like valuable things you're comforting yourself you're telling yourself stories about like what you know all this stuff and I'm like this rocks like I don't feel guilty fuck that so yeah I've stopped feeling um bad about that good and I think other parents should too I agree but we don't have, we don't, she doesn't like melt down when we turn it off. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yet. My daughter doesn't. My Yet. son loses his. Loses his mind. mind. Yes. Yeah. My kids do too. Are there, are there shows that your kids are watching that are like really Oh, uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. All of them? Oh my God. I, there's something about it that really, hot dog, it. I, the like really staccato music. It really, it makes me feel <laughs> This is, I can't, I feel creeped out yeah. by it. Uh, me too. It's the show's creepy, too. Right? I feel the same, you know, like, I'm always, I always go back to like. It's not I, right. We oh, have like right. a Disney channel and everything, but like that yeah. era, like what that show kind of brings me back to is like also like the super racist era of Disney movies <laughs> yeah. where like they always had yeah, like a little yeah. sprinkling of racism and it's like I just feel like yeah, it's yeah, bad yeah. and weird yeah um I know that they've obviously made it more modern as of late but <laughs> yeah. my son fucking loves it and he's speech delayed yeah. so like you know he's like probably at like where a two-year-old should be um speech wise yeah. and he um but he knows every single word to every single song yeah and you're and like, like, well, I'm not going to teach you, watch you so bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show. Oh, and I love it, too, because they're like, we need to open this locked door. Should we use a key, a <laughs> pond, or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh, uh, toodles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, toodles. Yeah, that's what Charlie will yell out to me oh toodles like when he wants me to come help him i'm like really yes <sighs> you show up with a key and a pond <laughs> and a pond. which one you choose <laughs> oh man you know it's funny my oldest kid did not see he really didn't see um tv and stuff i think until he was two like i think we because we were in brooklyn and we're like this is the culture here right uh, in brooklyn in brooklyn if you let your kid see TV before the age of two, they come to your house and they will 
hang they arrest yeah you. they'll hang you uh, in the tree outside <laughs> they'll your kill house. you then arrest you yeah, yeah. so that's how yeah. it is in brooklyn so we were just like okay we're good little brooklynites but now we have but then we moved to los angeles and you know <laughs> um <laughs> so our youngest i mean he he had a favorite tv show by the time he was one you know he yeah. knew all the fucking characters and stuff but i have to say he's probably the most well adjusted of all of them <laughs> yeah like it just i'm not i'm not appreciating the like just people can handle just be like they can have 30 minutes i don't know just like the 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 but no now, screens to their you know two is completely unrealistic now, not everyone's gonna agree with me but here's hear me out to me this is very this is not dissimilar to when you're pregnant and I believe you can have a glass of wine or a beer. Uh -huh. I was just going to say everyone's going to say no. If you have a drop of wine, your baby's going to get fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so right. no women with babies in their stomachs can have any alcohol. It's like literally no. The science backs up that that's not yeah. true. Yeah. So it's like it's they, they just we're not trusted to uh, to, to moderate. Yeah. So they tell you just, just, just stay away. It's abstain. forbidden. Yeah. It's the, it is the same. I think Emily Oster makes that's like kind of the whole point of her Expecting Better book is like it, it, everyone, doctors in America assume we don't understand what moderation is. Good yeah. reason. Yeah, it's fair. We, sure. Uh, Americans aren't no. great at it. But like, well, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very, it's just, it's, it just causes all this guilt over literally nothing. Yeah. Or there's just much bigger things to feel guilty about than if your kid's watching some fucking TV. You're right. Yeah. Well, and it, it, it sort of leads to a larger problem of kind of not trusting your gut, like not trusting yeah. yourself to make good choices in the moment. I think right. we, right. I know for, I'll say for me at least, sometimes I'm so paralyzed to make a choice because mm. I'm so afraid I'm going to make the wrong choice yes. that I, I yeah. turn myself inside out and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't even know what a good choice yeah. is at this point or what to do. All the time. So then, so now yeah. I just won't, you know, discipline my yeah. kids because I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to feed them. Like... Uh, yeah. yeah, instead of just like, look, I'm the fucking adult here. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to watch 30 minutes of TV. It's going to be fucking fine. And I'm going to have a glass of wine, even though I'm pregnant, because yeah. I'm a grown-up. And I, I'm, I will stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It feels okay for me. I mean, I, I'm, sure every, I'm sure there are some kids who, like, the TV just makes them wired or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, yeah. like, you have to be able to trust and know your own kid. I, I think Joni was ready developmentally to watch tv and learn something from it and take something from it and i was like i think it's fine and then it was you know what, like I, even if she watched like fucking straight up garbage it would also right. probably be, okay. be just fine <laughs> yes yeah like she watched something that scared her oh it made me laugh that it she was watching some like we put on some old mickey cartoon like around christmas time like a short and it was like pluto and chip and dale kind of fighting over a christmas tree and at one point, the Christmas tree falls over, and she goes, oh, no! Oh! <laughs> she cried because the Christmas tree fell over. Howled <laughs> so oh, upset. Baby. And then she was like, I don't like... She was calling the chipmunks babies. She was like, I don't like... No, Joni, no like oh, babies. Sweet. And it was, like, really upset by it. And then I felt so bad. But then I was like, oh, if the most traumatic thing my kid ever sees is a Christmas cartoon Christmas tree falling down. <laughs> like... 
honestly, she's going to be weak. So this is... <laughs> Nut up, Joni. At first I was like, I felt panic. I was like, oh my God, I let her watch something that's traumatized her. And then I was yeah. like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> if this is her trauma, like if this is what she talks about at therapy, like I hope her therapist laughs her out of the office. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I try. I'm just trying to maintain like some perspective here. It's hard though, because you is you, you want to do everything right. You want to do nothing wrong. You, you want your child to never suffer and never yep. feel. But then also, I'm like that would make for a horrible human that being. One. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. I, I really yeah. really I mean, right there with struggle you. with that. Where I'm like, I'm so yeah. afraid of them being hurt. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, yes. I mean, emotionally and physically, like, I'm just so afraid yeah. of it. I always mm-hmm. say, like, yeah. like I'm like a, the Terminator. Anywhere I go, I, like, immediately scan the area for, like, mm-hmm. things that could hurt them. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's like I really need to, like, ho- remember to hold myself back in a lot of situations because I... You yeah. know, they need to learn. My husband's way They have to that. suffer, in quotes, a little yeah. bit. Like, they have, they have to, to yeah. you know, obviously with, yeah, it's just, but I'm not, like, I'm not, not I'm trying to make that happen. In fact, I'm working very hard to make sure it doesn't, but it's, like, it's. <laughs> it still happens. <laughs> every day, my main goal is that my daughter not suffer, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, in fact, that she has a good time. But, like, it's, yeah, it's really it, I think that's part of that sort of that this like performative aspect of motherhood mm-hmm. where it kind of feels like everyone's watching and yes. judging and, you know, with social media and blah, blah, and blah. And everyone's got and a different thing. idea of what's right and good. Yeah. What's right. Everyone's just trying to do it yeah. right. And my, my, another thing I've yelled at at my parent about towards my parents very unfairly. My mom was like, I could never be a parent now. Like we just got to sort of like figure it out. We yeah. just like, did what we we just followed our instincts and did what we thought was best we had no idea what we were doing and part of that sucked because they messed stuff up and like you know parents now you're, you're supposed to be like a, we're, we're all like child psychologists with like you know what I mean like the amount I understand child psychology I'm glad I know it but it's also like that takes time and effort and it's very um yeah it's like it, it it's stressful, but there, there is, it's this feeling of having an audience of like trying to do it right. And, but what yeah. kind of humans are we going to raise if we never mess up and they never <laughs> feel discomfort and they're always eating healthy and like they never, I don't know. Like I just, it sounds like a bunch of bores. <laughs> yeah. They sound lame. I don't want to hang out with them. No, I don't want to go to the bar. <laughs> they don't have hummus there. <laughs> well, that per- Joni, oh. Joni, you don't need to come with us. Thank you. Yeah, Joni's like, oh, I don't drink on Mondays. <laughs> like, <"I'm not." laughs> They're like, oh God, get oh, it, Joni. Your mom is amazing. She doesn't drink three days a week. <laughs> She's so I brave. Don't, I don't drink Monday through Thursday, and I'm like so excited that it's Friday right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. You guys. It is by Thursday. I'm like, Ooh, we can have what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but let's not get it I've, twisted. I haven't had a drink in 21 days, and you might as well give me an award. I that's I will give you an award. That's great. But you, you last time you... You've been sleeping yeah. on that. You, <laughs> yeah, you really just decided way that to bust you, that out. I mean, like, you're... Because if I say it out loud on the on the podcast, now it's true for us. Right. You have to, like, keep it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Amy. What, what were you saying? Oh, no, just about... Uh, 
Betsy, when you, you were like, yeah, I'm going to stop drinking for a while. I mean, whenever the last time you did, and it was like, not a big deal for you. You were like, oh, and I was like, really? You're not thinking about it at all. You're not, I'm not at all. Um, I mean, I was really, really impressed with. Thank you. This time has been a little harder. I've spent a little. Why? <laughs> Why? It's weird. Why? What's happening? I stopped. I stopped drinking for like four months in the in the spring summer. Yeah. But then, um, but yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, and I started drinking again. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. of course. I mean, that's what character. And um, is. uh, so so yeah, but that that was actually really shockingly easy that one time yeah it was just like oh it's not in the house i'm fine and this time i'll be like oh boy i could really use a drink (laughs) oh i wish i had a drink right now (laughs) (laughs) well that's why i shouldn't be drinking (laughs) are are you just taking a break now i don't know sure let's just follow it see where it goes yeah I mean, we were. I was definitely drinking way too much. You know, I feel definitely better. Like that, I, I feel yeah. physically better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like I have a little bit more time on my hands, which is actually a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm actually, you know, getting more stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm still kind of um, uh, paralyzed by depression. <laughs> because of the pandemic yeah yeah, so you know but you know what it is being stuck at home for 11 months with three kids um you know you find you try to find ways to kind of like disappear and escape because we can't escape i can't go to a a hotel i can't like leave and go on a trip i can't go to a museum by myself and so the way that i was escaping was uh naps and like Ooh. sleeping, I was like, if, oh, if I sleep, I will. I'm not here. And drinking, <laughs> like, oh, it's like a little party. It's like a little trip in my in my glass. Um, <laughs> so you know, I, I'm still you know s- sleeping a fair amount. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man, it's mm. hard. It's hard to like because the like healthy coping mechanisms, like I don't have any. You know, meditating is not. <laughs> That's adorable. (laughs) But have you heard of eating a bunch of chocolate chips? I'm going to try that. Sour gummy worms are nicer, in my opinion. I like, like, candy for... Yeah. (laughs) Have you heard about... (laughs) (laughs) What did you... (laughs) Meditation is nice, but have you ever eaten an entire row of Oreos out of a container? Incidentally, (laughs) I have, and Betsy, it is... It's better. pretty great. <laughs> I did that yesterday. Sugar is actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I did that recently, yeah. and Ari was like, "I think the kids ate all these Oreos." And you're and like, like, "Oh no, 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 that was me." Yeah, you, like, those you just eat those kids? that fast, and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a box of Girl Scout cookies on the way, and I'm already like, "I'm gonna eat those really quickly." <laughs> I just know it. I'm just gonna kind of accept it now, and just kind of give myself permission to. <laughs> Eat, eat a upsetting amount of cookies in a time. <laughs> and I'm just gonna. Kind of it has been sort of like, well, it's a pandemic. Like it has been like, at what point can we? Not, I'm gonna miss having this as an like excuse, an excuse yeah. to like do whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck. 
I like eat whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah, that might have been why why we were like, um, maybe we shouldn't like drink and smoke weed so much, because uh, yeah. because it was like this pandemic doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. Yeah. So like at one at some point it's gonna be like, well, it's not that it's just the pandemic. This is just how we are, I guess. <laughs> right. I, we're just there's gonna always be something to be stressed right? about. But my. My parents are like retired, you know, two retirees basically, but they've still been stressed with the pandemic and, and so, and they're people who don't drink on the weekdays, but they've introduced COVID Tuesdays. Oh. <laughs> so now they have, a, now they drink on when, on Tuesdays, it's the, it's COVID Tuesdays so they can have a glass. But my mom's the type, she measures out four Holy ounces, shit. like in a measuring cup of Ooh, wine wow. and pours it in her glass. So that's how... <laughs> um laura i don't want your mom to come with us to the bar uh first of all there's no hummus so leave Joni at home and just tell Kay they don't have measuring cups at the bar uh, yeah that's really hilarious pretty cool is she like a yeah. health teacher what's happening no she just she just does any more than that, and it act honestly, it aggravates her rosacea. Oh. I think, and like, or she gets like a headache or like too tired. So it's really she's just, just uh, vodka she's, instead. But okay, I know. No, she's she's a she's an had um. She would always tell me the story. She had one martini one time and like puked and blacked out. Yeah, that's so. how you start. No, <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what martinis do. And I don't know if she made that story up to discourage me from drinking hard yes. liquor or if I kind of believe it, though. She's a she's a wine only gal. Yeah. You well, know. Uh, Laura, where can people find your work? Where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram dot com. Laura <laughs> underscore Wilcox. Wilcox has two L's in I it. I have the Is Will. Is it weird? Cox. Yeah. It's a Will and a Cox. Um, I heroically quit Twitter this year after watching The Social Dilemma. So you won't find me screaming at strangers over politics on Twitter oh, anymore. Someone's better than and the that's, rest of us. That's <laughs> been nice. So I'm better than you. If you're on Twitter, I'm better than you. Um, and that's... Uh, that's... That's that. That's it. <laughs> what about you, Amy Albert? Um, I am just on Instagram nowadays. So at Amy Albert Cobb. And I'm doing the 100 Day Project. I'm doing a, a music something every day. So that's what oh, you're doing. Awesome. Yeah. I just idly noticed you doing a lot of singing and piano playing, but I didn't. It, it never occurred to me it was part of a thing. It's like giving me life, awesome. honestly. That's great. <laughs> nice. Everyone else out there, uh, I want to remind you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. And that's pretty much it. Check out Illuminati Improv if you dot com if you want to see a show or uh, take a, an improv class. Laura, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah. You too. Thank you. You too, Amy. You're doing a great job. Thank you. You're doing a great job too. Doing a really good job, guys. Doing it. Doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> We're going to get through this. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Our kids are going to be boring. It's going to be fine. Amazing. It's going to be great. They're going to be boring people in a good way. <laughs> they won't even need therapy. <laughs> therapy will just be ruled out as a... Yeah, thing? it'll be like men in gynecology. It'll just yeah. be sort of, it'll yeah. evolve oh, like, out. 
something your parents dealt with, but not yeah. something you really <laughs> Well, if you find yourself being told by a child that you've really got to pull it together, <laughs> or if... Uh, if you're yelling at someone because they love you too much <laughs> or if you're just terrified of Frank the Roomba just know that you are doing a great job my mommy drinks imagine a podcast now imagine a musical now imagine the two of them made 1 million babies well you don't have to imagine it, because it's real, and it has a name. One Million Musicals. Each month, we bring you a brand new, original podcast musical featuring talent from across Broadway, films, and TV. You'll hear tales of spooky ghosts, Wild West shootouts, adventures on the high seas, and much, much more. One Million Musicals. Only a few hundred thousand to go. A Campfire Media Podcast. Campfire.